welcome back to the Three Under Par podcast. This is a golf podcast where Little White Ball is live. I'm your host, Scotty T, and I'm joined by my co-host, KJ and T-Bone. How's it going, fellas? Hey, guys. Doing great. Happy to be back. Did you have a nice weekend? It's pretty good. Got to play some golf. Okay. Played terrible, but got some good rays. Um, for all the followers that saw me on Instagram, I looked like a thousand bucks out on the course. That hat. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. So, Unreal. <laughs> it was a uh, yeah, it was a highly talked about um, hat selection, but I thought I looked good. Uh, played terrible, but good weekend. Okay, KJ, how about you? I actually got my first practice session in in like six years. Cause the boot is off. The boot is off. Congrats, yep. congrats, man. Thank you. It was Ooh, fun. Yay. Put like three and a half, four hours in, just straight on the range and putting and chipping. It was it was tough. It was like the old days. <laughs> Imagine how badly you be T-bone now. Oh. Since you don't have a boot. I don't know. This like shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Glad to hear y'all had a good weekend. Um, happy Easter to everybody that was out there as well. Um, some golf was played over Easter. We got some stuff to talk about. CT Pan was your winner. Before we get there, check us out on social media at 3underparpod. That is the number 3, 3underparpod on Twitter and Instagram. And wherever you're listening to this, please subscribe. Write us a review and give us a five-star rating because we want to hear from you on how we're doing. But most importantly, T-Bone, tell a friend about the podcast. Tell a friend. That's right. Tell a friend about the podcast. We're coming to you from Golf Smart in Houston. We want to say thank you to our friends from Golf Smart for letting us record here. All right. RBC Heritage, the week after the Masters. Did y'all have a chance to watch any of it? Because I didn't really watch any of it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I don't think – I think everybody's still in Masters hangover. I watched a little bit of it, but it was tough on Sunday. It was tough to watch on Sunday. Yep. You did have some big names up there, and then they started falling back. DJ shoots 77 after ha- holding the lead. That's that's also not a golf course you think about when you think about bombers, though. It's mm-hmm. all placement. Watching him hit shots, he missed the first three fairways, and he was still ripping drivers and just walking off like he piped it down the middle, and he's 50 yards off line. He was so mm-hmm. nonchalant about I know. it. Yeah. Like, that that's just not a golf course that you can go driver, bomb a driver, gouge a wedge. It's shot placement. Even... The fairways. You can hit the fairway and have no shot in. You have to hit the right side of the fairway or the left side of the fairway and then still work it. So it's a difficult little golf course. That's usually where you see your shorter and your guys that can are real confident with working it play better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, watching that course, it it looked like a maze. Like these guys are hitting out of tunnels <laughs> and playing in basically just like a massive cornfield. It looked very narrow, but. I think it was a cool course. I like the railroad ties. Seeing pros just look, look stupid out there hitting shots against <laughs> railroad ties. Yep. That, that's good to see I from time wh- to time. I think one of the big things was, did you see Cooch with the punch on 18? That was a big punch. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made birdie, hold it, you know, perfect speed, running right in the center of the cup. He did almost a tiger-ass pump. I've never seen Cooch get that excited. That, that could knock somebody out. Cooch is having an amazing season so far this year. Obviously – Controversially, went down to my Copa. I can't believe how much we've talked about him. He's number I totally one. Agree. Like, he's I number totally one agree. in the FedEx Cup standings. Like, outs- <laughs> we've talked about so much with Matt Kuchar that's not including his golf game. Mm-hmm. Who would think we'd be talking about Matt Kuchar like off the? I guess it's kind of off the course, but whatever. Yeah, it's he's it's kind of weird. He's yeah. in the news. He's always in the news. <laughs> it's so weird to me. He finished second place, uh, shot eleven under, but CT Pan was your winner. I was kind of surprised. So I watched a little bit of golf on Sunday to start the day, but then 
the Astros were playing, and it was also NBA playoffs, so I turned that on for a little bit. And then when I turned golf back on, the tournament was already over. I was not expecting C.T. Pan to win, I'm not going to lie. C.T. Pan has some Houston connections as well. Yeah. J.J., the golf instructor. You want to well, talk he, about that? He's uh, not hosting. I don't know if he's hosting or not, but there's a tournament but, at Kingwood right now that he is the face of, yeah, an his, AJGA tournament. Yeah, his name is on the tournament. Yeah. So he has a tie to that. Apparently his wife was there um, on the bag, which was pretty impressive because— No, 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 no. His wife wasn't on the bag this week So because she's down in Houston running the golf tournament. That's right. Yes. When she was on the bag six months ago, you were saying something about that. I didn't catch what you were saying. Yeah, that's kind of a little golf gossip. You want to dive into that a little yeah, early? Well, we got well, some other golf gossip yeah, later, we'll, too. We'll throw but, it in there early. So yeah. everyone's praising— CT for because he said some nice words regarding his wife. He said, "Just listen to your wife and you'll have a good life. She's right always." So everyone's like, "Oh, what, what a nice guy! He's so great." But everyone forgets about this dick movie pulled about <laughs> a, six months six months ago talking shit about his wife. So at the Wyndham uh, a few months ago, he said, "Because uh, his wife is on the bag." His and, wife and was Wyndham, on the right? bag. She okay. caddied for him. Nice lady. Mm-hmm. Also, Patrick Reed's wife caddied. But anyways, different story. Sidebar. Yeah. Anyways, um, in a live interview, the interviewer asked CT, you know, how's your wife help you out there? What does she do? Kind of blah, blah, blah. And he just stands there scratching the top of his head, looking so awkward. And he just goes, "Uh, she doesn't help me much. And he goes, she just needs to show up, keep up, and shut up. So everyone's forgetting the fact that he said that six months ago. I don't think that got enough traction. And now he's says one nice thing and everyone's, I don't, Hey, I'm the gossip guy. I'm calling people out. This is bullshit. (laughs) You don't, you don't, these things don't get swept under the rug and forgot about. He talked shit about his wife six months ago. Let's not forget that. I can't believe you found that. Because that was I no word. It. That was no word in the news. I remembered it. Like you said, because those I'm are. I'm not some... gonna let CT get away with that shit. <laughs> not today. <laughs> I love it. Those are some wise words that he said after he won this week. But man, when you told me that before we walked in here, I was like, oh, okay. Expose and, him. Expose. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that kind of got me thinking. It's his first PJ Tour win, which we've talked a lot about it. There are always guys who get this, their first PJ Tour win. Truly life changing. He's approaching. 50th in the world golf rankings too which is going to be huge for him moving forward in terms of getting in wgc's and whatnot and but since masters well so that's going to get me to my point here the week after the masters is when he wins he's never played in the tournament now he literally has to wait close to a year to play in the masters so my question to y'all is would y'all rather be like Corey connors and win the week before the masters and then get to play in the masters the week after or be like ct pan win the week after and have to wait a full year to play in the Masters? 100% the week after. Really? 100%. Okay. So the way I look at it is the anticipation of the Masters is almost equally as good as the Masters. And throughout the year, you're going to have slumps. So, you know, you're going to have ups and downs. But if you have the insight of playing in the Masters next year, it doesn't matter. You have that upcoming as opposed to when you win the week before, you only have a few days to have that anticipation. And, I mean, you can make the point that you're playing well and then you get to likely have that momentum going into the Masters. But I think having that on the calendar in a year is 
an amazing feeling. Okay. Don't you think 50 weeks is a quite a long time to keep a chub, though? <laughs> like, that would be very <laughs> difficult. Like, that's why I want to win my first tournament so I get to play the Masters. And then now i got to wait 50 weeks. That's, that's kind of tough. What if he's got the shanks by then? I mean, is there anything worth more waiting for than that? That's true. We don't like the S word around here, KJ. Yeah. Shanks. That's Ooh. okay. Makes me so makes me shake. <laughs> so what anyway. would, would you pick before or after? I, I'd like it. I'd like more time to prepare for it. So I'd go. I'd go with having. To, I don't know if they let you like. If I'm playing the Masters in 50 weeks, I'm sure you can, get to play. Can at I be some like, point. hey, you know, I've never played there. I need like at least three <laughs> weeks of playing there, and I need. Oh, that's a good point. Like, because it's get not a few like anybody in. just walks on to Augusta National. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, because I agree. If you win the week before, obviously you're playing well. Let the good times roll. Like you're probably just in a phase or just in a daze that you can't. You just don't even know what's going on. Like Corey Connors, and to Corey Connors' credit, he played well at the Masters as well. But the anticipation might kill me. I have to wait a full year. I think the question is, know. if he had his wife on the bag the week before, would she be catting for him in the Masters the next week, or would he just kick that immediately to the curb? I think T Bones <laughs> just begging for us to say that she he would get, give her the boot. I mean, I don't trust the guy. <laughs> <laughs> he did kind of flip-flop on his stance on his wife, huh? Okay, a prediction a year from now. Is C.T. Pan's wife going to be on the bag at the Masters? Hell no. 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 <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> it's a big was, tournament. Okay. Do you think he's going to rely on his wife that he loves and listens to and everything's right? She no, can't even keep up. He's going to kick her to the curb. Yeah. Get an experienced caddy that can keep up. That's what he does. <laughs> Well, you know, congrats to C.T. Pan. Again, it's a life changer for him. He gets to play U.S. Open, the Open, PGA next month. Doesn't have to go through qualifying, especially for the U.S. Open. The U.S. Open is very strange. It's kind of hard to qualify for the U.S. Open if you're not in that World Golf Ranking cutoff stage. We talked about it even last year. Adam Scott had to go through sectional qualifying. And if you would have told me that Adam Scott had to go through sectional qualifying, I wouldn't have believed you. Yeah, he just almost won the Masters this year. Yeah, That's insane. He's right there. So, uh, you know, congrats to him. You mentioned there were some big names that were playing this week. You know, RBC yeah. Heritage is played down in Hilton Head, and Hilton Head is a beautiful part of the country. Have y'all ever been down in that area? Yeah, I've been in the area. It's beautiful. Golf heaven. The course might be most known for its alligators. <laughs> there, there's yeah, so many alligators lot. out there. You saw, um, you saw Kip Henley, one of the caddies for for Austin Cook. He's out there just like poking an alligator, trying to yep. get in the move out from the ball. Uh, it's a beautiful part of the country, so it makes sense because it is so close to Augusta National geographically. It's only like three hours up the road. So good week for golf, I think. You know, like you mentioned, Masters Hangover. Everybody's still talking about Tiger. I was kind of surprised at how many big names were playing. This week in the tournament, you had Sal Poulter, Poulter, even Shane Lowry, who won the WGC at Bridgestone a few years back, and then CC Pan beats all those guys. Um, Dustin Johnson laid an egg, did not play well, shot 41 on that back nine on Sunday. Bogey, bogey, he was so, double, double, back to back doubles. He was so out of it. He and, and you couldn't tell if he was five under. Like he'd hit a shot and just start. I, I've never seen anybody do that. He was like, so just not interested in what I, was going uh, yeah. on. Yeah, like it's like he had somewhere to be like two hours ago. Like he's <laughs> like, why am I still here? I think the reason why he was playing in it is because that is his home state. Yeah, he had a bunch of family following him too. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then I'd like to see a little bit better performance in that. Right. 
And then Jordan Spieth was also playing. Oh, man. Jordan I Spieth, just, again, it's not, he's, I think he's on the verge of figuring it out. I really do because we've seen a pattern now for the last few weeks. He's played well on certain days, but then something happens and he just put them falls all together. Ap- yeah, he just falls apart. In this case, it was his weekend scores. He shot 74-75 over the weekend and was in contention after Friday, but then obviously if you're shooting over par those last few days, you're not going to be close to the leaderboard. They did have some wind out there, but still, I mean, guys are still shooting three or four under. You, you just can't do that. Shoot a couple over. That's five strokes right there. That's not going to work going mm-hmm. into the weekend. So I'm not pressing the panic button on Spieth yet. I know I'll, so I, I was waiting reserve until the Masters. Saw some good things yes. from Spieth. So I have the panic button out, but I'm not pressing it. And I'm, and I'm leaning towards putting it back in the closet, but it's still out at the moment. Uh, it, it's sitting on the dresser. I think he's got a few out. more weeks, really, that he should be worried about. He should just start worrying about Beth Page. I don't think playing for him every week is ideal between now and Beth Page. Yeah, I think you're right. You know, go home, go figure it out, go work with McCormick, go play Dallas National or whichever clubs he plays up in DFW, figure it out, work on your game, because the stats back up his play. He's not doing well in any, really, any statistical category. So, yeah, I mean, it was a little slower week overall in golf. So, one thing I got to, you know, I got to throw in my fashion from time to time. Sure. Uh, we can all agree nothing beats a green jacket. It's as good as it gets in the golfing world. But what's a pretty close second, great, just ah, the jack for the RBC Heritage is freaking awesome. It is. Yeah. I love the red plaid. Um, would love to get one of those. Obviously, a green jacket can't be beat, but I don't know if there is another jacket on the PGA Tour that you win. The Colonial has one. Arnold it, Palmer used to maybe have one. Arnold, Arnold Palmer, Palmer Invitational. It almost it's looks like a, a sweater. black blazer. Oh, the, damn, that's pretty cool, too. Yeah, because Molinari was wearing it to the with, red his, with his little cardigan. Damn it. <laughs> So maybe there is a close tie for a second. Anyways, the RBC red plaid jacket is pretty damn awesome. Yeah, it looks fresh. And yeah. getting to hit the opening shot next year with a cannon with the going cannon. Off. That's not bad. That's baller. <laughs> what was that video that was going around? I think it was of Nick Faldo. <laughs> yeah, dropping the club. <laughs> and you, you notice, <laughs> shoot the cannon, you notice it's the out. same club each year. They don't let you use your club, and that's like an ancient club. It's like a wooden and wooden he, shaft and club, right? And he right? drops it, and like really? literally like sh- the shaft, you can see it flexing. I'm like... Probably don't want to do that to like a historic club that they use every year. <laughs> Just scared the shit out of him, though. I do also want to give an honorable don't mention. We haven't done that in a few weeks. To the person who finished DFL dead last uh, goes to Roger Stone. Who? Roger Stone. He actually lives here in Houston. Really? So that's why I wanted to give him the shout out. Shout out to Roger Stone. Didn't play well this week. <laughs> Let's put it that way. So What do you end up shooting? He's a Canadian guy but lives down here in Houston now. We all got bad weeks. This was just his bad week. Moving on. So, KJ also wanted to bring up the LPGA Tour as well. Yeah, take it away. Brooke Henderson is now the leading Canadian, I guess, tournament winner. The most tournament wins. Mm -hmm. Up there with uh, uh, Mike Weir. Yes. Arguably the best Canadian to ever play golf. Former Masters champion. I think so. Um, Yeah, she's... She's young, and she's still got a, quite a bit of a career ahead of her. So I, I think, you know, in the next three, four years, she's going to add quite a few to that. But congratulations to her. She went back-to-back. Back. She yeah. won that event last year. It was the Lot Championship or Lottie's Championship. Yeah. Hawaii. Well, I did probably see, butchered that see, one. Sorry. Did you, <laughs> did you see her in the uh, ceremony, like where they give the trophy and everything? 
they do a little the little hula dance. Yes. And she was just standing there, like in the middle of it, awkward as hell. Like I couldn't imagine a worse. And the song kept going on and on. I was just like, oh god, that's like when you walk up to a conversation and nobody introduces you and they're talking and you're just like, oh shit, should I back out of here or how does this work? That, but with hula dancers. Yeah. So it had to be worse. It's like, how do I get out of this as quickly and as everybody's possible? Everybody's still there watching you. Well, you'd think she'd have some practice since she won the event last year. Yeah, she didn't Apparently look comfortable. Not. But yeah, to your point, she's 21 years old and already won eight times on the LPGA Tour. It's firepower. Tied, it's tied for the most out of any Canadian player on any tour, PGA Tour, LPGA Tour, whatnot. So at 21 years old, eight victories already? Good for her. Good for her. Not bad. Okay, moving on. So it's been a week since Tiger slipped on the green jacket. It seems like it's forever ago for some reason in my mind. I don't know. What do y'all think? It seems like yesterday, but it's... It's been a week. It feels like almost three weeks to me. It still doesn't seem real. I still can't believe it. Maybe that's why. It's not a reality to me yet because I can't get over it. Right. It didn't happen. Did it? Did KJ break his ankle? I don't know. (laughs) But it's still... Conspiracies. uh, Yeah, I think it's, it's just... It was so unlikely for him to ever win a major a green jacket, anything ever again. I, I just can't believe it still. Right. There's one thing that I know that we missed in terms of covering it that we didn't talk about. It was kind of, I guess, hinting towards golf gossip was the gum chewing of Tiger and Phil. They had two very different approaches to it. Phil came with the approach of, oh, it helps my cerebral cortex. It helps with my thinking or whatever. And Tiger's just like, no, it just helps me relax. <laughs> and curb appetite. his appetite. Yeah, yeah he said curb his appetite. Curbs, yes. curbs his appetite. Yeah, so, curbs his appetite. I don't know. There's, I've never seen a gum sponsor on the tour, but if you were ever going to get behind a player, that would be the time. If just one gum. gum sponsor, even if it wasn't them that they were chewing, like. Yeah, it doesn't matter what brand, just gum. They, they would be, just gum. They would be selling <laughs> out. Yeah, and then there was also the CBD oil that came up. They, you know, you see so, Phil like doing his thing in the corner, like trying to hide it. And again, you guys strange. get on me for not knowing there's a drug testing policy the on the PGA Tour. <laughs> Hold on, go back to this. What is that? Yeah, CBD oil. I'm not sure exactly what this is. CBD oil, I think, is one of the more new trendy things, but apparently it's a legal thing that the tour allows, and they just. And I, what does CBD stand for? I don't know. It, we need all of our stoner listeners to help us out with oh, this. Oh, it's weed. It's some. It's something with It's going to be cannabis. Yeah. What is oil? Like cannabis-based drops? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> or cannabis. It's gonna, If it's weed, it's cannabis something, I'm sure. Yeah. That's interesting. So what was he doing with that? Was he, was he, he was out there putting toking dro- it up? He was putting drops of it on his tongue. Oh, my gosh. Off yeah. the rough. And again, you guys. There, that's why he was sweating. He was out there hitting drops of acid. <laughs> Holy so, shit. So I didn't the, notice this. How did I miss this? So in the biggest golf tournament in the world, one of the most iconic players ever is basically doing drugs and you guys get on me for not knowing there's a drug we testing policy. We might have to stop frying T-bone if that actually happened. Okay, so CBD oil is a cannabis plant and some of the aspects of it it, it can help relieve pain. It can reduce anxiety and depression, alleviate cancer-related symptoms. So he's smoking and pot it on can the golf get you course. High. So he was smoking pot on the golf course. I love it. Hey, for all you up-and-comers, it can help reduce acne as well. <laughs> that is not a good plug, Scott. <laughs> it can help the heart. Yeah, you know this is from health. It can help you. This get is from Healthline.com. Yeah, yeah this isn't even WebMD. Yeah, this isn't even WebMD. So it might great. not even be real. But anyway, 
point being, it's a yeah, it's like the new trendy thing that everybody's doing now. <laughs> I it's, did not know that. Scaff, I can't believe you didn't know there was a drug testing policy on the PGA Tour. Oh, really? <laughs> That's weird. That one of the most famous golfers in the world is getting stoned at Augusta National. Cool. Sorry, guys. I didn't know that. That's why he was sweating. I thought he was just chewing that gum so intently. Uh, He's out there getting fucking baked. (laughs) This is escalating very quickly. (laughs) I love it. Man. Man, that's another thing to add. That's great. (laughs) And then kind of picking back. Okay, we're going to move on from that. But CBD oil, we need to look into that for next week. Or if any of our listeners know anything about CBD oil, whatever. Email us or or shoot us a DM. We want to know more about this. It might help our golf games. I know I know T Bone can use all the help he can get too. So, boom. Anyway, <laughs> okay. Moving on. A little bit of golf gossip. I'll take the first one here, and then you can take the second one. Did y'all see the? It was a photo that was going around on Twitter and Instagram. It was a contract that a guy made with his wife, mm-hmm. and it was like time stamped and everything. And this contract said. I, so-and-so, if Tiger Woods wins the Masters, then our child that we are expecting, I have the option to name him Tiger. It's phenomenal. And he signed it, and his wife signed it. And the follow-up was, apparently, they're naming their son Tiger now. <laughs> I guess his wife was as sure as Brando Chambly was that he would never win another green jacket. <laughs> <laughs> and so the guy's last name is Little. Tiger so Little. Tiger Little. That's an all-time name. That's a kid's name. That's a fantastic name i love it i love it yeah, growing up junior golf when his name's last name first name it'll be little tiger might be a little bit of pressure little tiger yeah you better start <laughs> oh, yeah watch him like not even play golf growing yeah. up either <laughs> i mean don't you know his wife probably thought there's no way tiger was when the master she probably like i'm sure the husband probably came up with it as a joke and then his wife just went along with it and then his <laughs> But your wife's singing, I'll be damned. Sure <laughs> enough, she won the tournament. Oh, my gosh. So what do you think's crazier? The, Which, again, can kind of continue on the gossip. So there's a, a very troubled gentleman we found out that placed a bet on Tiger, like 86 grand. Yeah. Yes. What, what do you think's a crazier move? Placing a bet to name your son Tiger with your wife or placing 86 grand on Tiger? Well, that guy who placed the 86 grand – one over a million dollars. Apparently, he was in debt as well. Just yeah, like he scraped everything he had. Yeah, he just said, like last chance hell Mary that came through. Kind of like Aaron Rodgers with the Packers. Just he'd ugh. had a bunch of legal trouble in the past. I like think he's like that. Could probably got him out of a. You'd have yeah. to hide that, right? Situation. Hey, babe, uh, we're millionaires, <laughs> but I don't want to really tell you that because I've risked everything. There's no way the that house guy, mortgage everything. There's no way that guy's married. But yeah, I think we. I think he is. <laughs> I think right there we've decided that's the crazier move. That's worse, yeah. But there's something also saying your firstborn child, your son, that you're literally like it's your family name, it's your son's name that you're risking it on. What better way to I mean money can come and go. Like that's that's your name. That doesn't What better way to <laughs> oh my make sure an era is remembered? Like kids that are being born <laughs> right now yes. are not going to remember the Tiger era. Like they're not going to see Tiger out there at 55 winning masters they're sure as shit not going to see him blowing u.s opens out by 12 15 strokes mm-hmm. so i mean way to keep it going i'm pulling for you little tiger little tiger tiger little tiger little maybe little tiger may you have a great life 
And kudos to that wife for actually following through with it. So, okay, so that brings me to a good point you wanted to that I wanted to ask you, KJ, because we touched on it a little bit last week of Tiger. Obviously, he's got momentum. The next two majors are courses that he likes. What is the likelihood that he goes out and wins the PGA and the U.S. Open? Both of them. Both of them. Yep. Very. I mean, if you parlay that, you, I think you're an idiot. If you parlay Tiger winning both. There's a chance that he – I mean, him at Pebble, you never know. He can – right. I mean, he's dominated Pebble before. Mm-hmm. Best page, yes, he's won one there. I mean, I, I think I think his the U.S. Open is his better chance to win another major than Best page, to be honest with you. But I agree. I, I, don't, I don't think that's out of the question. So is it doable? Yes. Will he win both? That would be insane for anybody. Okay. T-Bone, what do you think? Probably not. I think it's definitely doable to win both. I don't think that's that's going to happen. For him to win another major, I think somewhat doable. I still think it's unlikely, though. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I'd never in a million years thought he was going to win another major. Yeah. Ever. Same. I'm on Ever. the same one. Yeah. So what do I know anymore? It's out the window. Right. I give Tiger zero chance to win both of them. I, yeah, okay. I give him a chance to win one of them. But we, uh, I was asking because I was looking this up, and not many people know this because obviously the Tiger Slam is infamous, right? The first person in the modern era to have a quote-unquote slam where he holds all four major championships at the same time. The only person to do that was Bobby Jones beforehand in 1930. But the majors at that point were different. It was the U.S. Open and the PGA, but also the U.S. Am and the British Am. The only person who's gotten close was Ben Hogan. He's the only person in the history of time who has won the Masters, the U.S. Open, and the PGA in the same calendar year. Because when Tiger won his slam, he won the Masters the following calendar year. The only reason why Ben Hogan didn't complete the Grand Slam is because he didn't even play in the British Open that year. Because the PGA and the British Open had scheduling conflicts, I think, at that point. So he had to pick and choose which one he wanted to play in. So Ben Hogan, all-time golfer, one of the best ever, also a Texas guy. The only person to do that... And, and Tiger couldn't even do that during his slam. That's why I don't think he'll at least win those two for this year. But so, I would love to be proven wrong, though. Nothing would, would make me happier. To, I would love for him to win at least one of those. That would be awesome. I, my money would be at, at Pebble, though. I totally agree. If he's going to win, it's going to be at Pebble. The New York fans, though, at Long Island, at Bethpage, they're going to be cheering for him, though. Those, oh, those, yeah. those Yankees up there, they're crazy, and especially coming off the Masters win. A month later, it's not like we got to wait till August now. It's only a month. They're going to be cheering for him. Tiger might feed off that energy as well. Do you know, know who could be there? Phil? Jack. Jack could be in the crowd. Jack the golf hat. Let's go, Tiger. <laughs> Let's go, Tiger. Yeah, he might make the trip down from Boston. We'll keep you all updated on Jack the golf hat if he makes an appearance. So I just thought it was a really fun fact that Ben Hogan was the only person to at least hold those three championships in the same calendar year. But... Also, Tiger is in the news to wrap up golf gossip. I think I asked the question to you last week, would Tiger be wearing his green jacket out in his restaurants and whatnot? He did. And sure enough, the week that he wins, he wears his green jacket out to his own restaurant. Pictures are flowing around of it all the time. I love that. I love that. What do you all think? That's phenomenal. And he has the, the Frank hat on you guys are talking about? Frank, oh, yes. That's that's a total big dick move right there. Walking into your own <laughs> restaurant with the Frank hat and the green jacket, like nothing else says, like, I'm, I'm the man. 
Yep. Like, what else do you want from the guy? It just – it is cool, but I'll say I wish he would be it, – it's very Tiger to to not go like – I feel like a lot of people in the past, like Adam Scott, uh, Patrick Reed, they'll go to New York, they'll go to Madison Square Garden, they'll go to Good Morning America. Right. They kind of – Yeah, even Patrick Reed here in Houston, he would show up to Rockets games wearing his green jacket. I would love <laughs> – <laughs> Look, if see, I won the green jacket, I would rock at the Texans game, Astros see, games. You, I, exactly. I would everywhere. let everyone know. It would be... But your own I, your own restaurant that you own? Yeah, I mean, that's cool, but I would want everyone to know. You need, you'd need want a parade. Yeah, I want a parade. That's, like, if, if Tiger was from Boston, <laughs> he would have had a fucking parade. A ticket tape parade. I love it. Yeah, but still a baller move for sure. Uh, and I don't think it's really his style to do, like I said, the Madison Square Garden, New York, all that kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. I think everyone I think he's just being knew. himself. But do you know what's actually the biggest baller move ever with the green jacket? Phil going through the Krispy Kreme drive-through. <laughs> don't forget <laughs> yeah, about that. Probably don't, all that cannabis. Don't drops sleep that he on that. He had the munchies. Yeah, he had the munchies. <laughs> he's been doing it for years. <laughs> that's what it was. All he's the been cannabis doing drops. it for years. Man, it all makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the sweating and all that. Uh, that's probably just trying to curb his anxiety. I get it. Totally. Yep. <laughs> you know, great. I love the Frank Cat. That might be the most underrated thing. So for those who aren't familiar, because KJ was asking us about it, he wasn't sure. You know, Tiger, for his driver head cover, is the Tiger. You know, it's apparently, though, Tiger has named him Frank. And so if you noticed on his press conferences leading up to the Masters and he has the hat and the polos, he has – that little tiger emblem of his head cover, like where the polo sign usually goes. And it's the Frank hat. It's like a new brand. I don't know if that's been released, but the second it does, I want it. It is going to be, it's going to explode for sure. I'm um, the fashion guy. I know this shit. Anything, that to stuff. Re- anything to replace that shit hat you wore on Saturday. <laughs> anything. Fair enough. It wasn't even like a regular fedora. Like I, it's, I'd it's rather see you called, wear the Newsies hat. It's called a pork pie hat. It didn't look good. Scott. I'm sorry. Let's just let's just leave it at that. It unreal. Okay. So I, it was a little slower week, as we mentioned, post Masters week. Golf world kind of slowed down a little bit, but we've had time to digest the Masters win. I am more convinced now than ever that it is the greatest comeback in sports. Period. Uh, a few of my buddies texted me this week, arguing with me about it. Maybe not arguing, but we had some good discussions about it. Shout out the G, shout out the Will, but I still think you're wrong. They still think that the uh, the Cavs comeback against the Warriors was better. Delete them. Just <laughs> you don't need that those type of people in your life. I'm gonna send this this episode and be like, you're you're wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. You're out. You're wrong. Sorry, boys. But uh, yeah, I'm more convinced now than ever. Even Michael Jordan came out and said it was the best comeback of all time. Oh yeah, love that. From one goat to another, fantastic. So. Next week, the Zurich. I didn't even realize that it was so close and it was coming up now, but the Zurich Classic, I'm actually really looking forward to this week. Are we going? I would love to go. We should think about going. Isn't, that, isn't it a team deal? It's the yep. team yeah. tournament. Yep. Those, are, those are more fun. That'll be, that'd be fun. It's a team deal. Another great thing about this tournament is the walk-up music. They've done a lot to make this tournament pretty cool. It's like the PGA Tour picked one tournament out of the year. They'd be like, hey, what can we trial test or test run certain ideas that we've had? And for some reason, they picked the Zurich. I mean, but it's I the reason why we're talking about it, I don't it, think there's a more appropriate place for it than New Orleans. 
That is so true. I know KJ has a pretty special connection to New Orleans. I do. I, that's what. I, that's immediately when you said that. I was thinking about getting the place and taking taking trip down there. That, that'd be fun. How far away from New Orleans is it? We can discuss that off air. <laughs> Whether as long we go as we can or not, stumble back. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That's where T-Bone had his famous encounter. I say famous, quote-unquote famous encounter with Charlie Hoffman. Chuck. Chuck. Never forget it. <laughs> God, when he – he was looking like he could have won this week, and – after what he did to us in the Masters, I was like, you know what? I was going to be pissed if he won this week. Yeah. So he kind of screwed me over a little bit in the Masters, but I, I still love the guy. I wasn't even close to my Masters pool. I was just watching it for the fun. Yeah. Considering I was one of four people that didn't make the cut. Shout out to Garza. But <laughs> anyway, um, some notable teams for the Zurich for this week. Probably headlining the event is Adam Scott and Jason Day. Adam Scott and Jason Day. Team Aussie. Team Aussie, yeah. I didn't even think about that. That makes sense. Yeah. Probably uh, a potential President's Cup pairing. Could be. That they want to get ready for. Yeah. That's why I love tournaments like this. I love the match play and I love the Zerg because you see something different. Even the next group after this is Sergio Garcia and Tommy Fleetwood. Obviously, they didn't play together at the Ryder Cup this last year. But you never know. In 2020, at Whistling Straits, Sergio and Tommy Fleetwood could pair up together. I don't know if they would break up Mollywood, though. Like that was, Yeah, the, would be the Molinari and Fleetwood. That'd be tough. But uh, some other ones are Brooks Kepka and Chase Kepka. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brother. His brother. I didn't realize that Brooks Kepka has a younger brother. Yeah. Named Chase, who plays on the European tour, I believe. Wow. Another great example of a young and upcoming guy who is playing with his brother. Obviously, I think his brother might carry the team. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I would assume. You never so. know, but That's safe crazy. to say. Look at that next. Oh, Patrick. Poor Patrick Cantlay. He's Patrick, playing so- well. Like, one of the most docile human beings out there, I would assume. Straight edge. And he gets paired with Patrick Reed. So Patrick we, Reed and Patrick Cantlay are the next group. So, yep. we had Team Aussie with Jason Day and Adam Scott. Um, with Patrick Cantlay and Patrick Reed, we now have Team Losers. Uh, I feel I feel bad for I mean, for Patrick, Patrick Cantlay is not a cool dude, in my opinion. I've actually heard that, that he's kind of he just looks more like to a nerd. himself. Just, yeah. He's socially awkward, I would say, probably. Yeah. But he's got stuck with Patrick Reed, who's hitting the ball like shit. Well, but they choose their pairings, I think. That had to have been Fat Pat. He's like, hey, I, I don't have any friends, and you're playing well. Can we do this? And well, that's probably how it happened. I know in the past that uh, Jordan Spieth has played with Ryan Palmer at the Zurich. I wouldn't have thought those two guys would be paired together. I would have thought Jordan Spieth would have jumped at the chance to pair I don't know the exact story. Yeah, that was a bet. That was a bet. There was a bet that, that Spieth lost. Right. So he had to pair with, with Palmer. I don't remember the exact story. but Which, which I kind of understand. You know, Palmer plays up in Dallas. They both live up there, so they played together a lot, I would assume. So they know each other's games. But Big question. If you had a choice, so let's say you're playing well and you're allowed to pick your pairings, like Chase obviously wasn't invited on – points or status or anything so mm-hmm. who would you pick who would you pick you can pretty much pick anybody i would want to play with justin thomas okay why yeah why a he's really good <laughs> so there's that i'm the opposite of ut bone i actually like justin thomas i think he's a pretty cool dude yeah i think he's kind of misunderstood but <laughs> um i think justin thomas is a really cool dude he plays well I think he would carry me to a win, honestly. That's why. <laughs> T-Bone? I'd probably pick DJ. Uh, so you can do lines with him before so the round? No, or we, come out I, of the porta potty just <laughs> fucking reeling. <laughs> Woo! Well, I mean, you saw, how we, up, you saw how he played on Sunday, or his attitude at least, so it would be just the chillest tournament ever. Also, my game reminds me a lot of his. So, 
I think we'd be a good fit. Yeah, you'll be nuking people in the crowd left and right I can't all day. You just said that. Oh my gosh, KJ, how about you? I don't know. I mean, obviously, like, I'd I'd pick something outlandish. Like, I would invite Big Daily. Like, John Daly on your team. Yeah, you're not probably not going. Could you imagine playing with John Daly? That'll be all time. Like, just smelling of greasy cheeseburgers and probably Pall Malls or whatever he's smoking. Like, that would be a hell of a fanfare there. Yep. Actually, I kind of take my back. I would love to play with Kevin Kisner. Yeah. Because if Kiz. I'm going to play a team event, I really I would love to go out and win, but I really want to enjoy myself. He plays myself. well in this, too. Yes. He, I think, lost in a playoff mm-hmm. a couple years back uh, to Cameron Smith and Jonas Blix. Yeah, he was, on, he was with Chuck. He was with Chuck that week. There you go. Chuck's That's not right. a bad one either. I noticed nobody Ooh, picked yeah. Tiger. Maybe you and Chuck could go catch another Maroon 5 concert. That'd be sick. <laughs> he was where we're there. We're both there. God, now we got to go this we got to go this weekend. We'll talk about it. Um, <laughs> some other ones I want to touch on real quick. Davis Love and Drew Love, his son, are playing together. So, you know, it's the advantage of this event. You get pairings like that you generally don't see. Some two dark horses that I wanted to bring up. Jonathan Vegas and Abraham Answer. Yeah. I think they're going to do very well. Vegas made that putt on 17 at TBC Sawgrass, the longest putt ever. He had a top 10 finish at the players. Abraham Answer also had a really good um, showing at the players. So um, I really like Abraham Answer's game. I think he's going to be a good player for a long time. And then the other one is Cameron Champ and Sam Burns. Sam Burns was right there. I think Sam Burns is playing better than Cameron Champ right now, even though he doesn't have the name Cameron Champ has. Yeah, you know, Cameron Champ won the Sanderson Farms this last fall. So he's a winner on the PGA Tour already. Sam Burns, when he was still at LSU, when Tiger was making his comeback last year, played with Tiger, I think, once or twice in the final group, got some great exposure. He's had a little bit of a slower start on the PGA Tour this year, but played well, but then knocked it in the water, I think, on like 12, coming down the stretch at the RBC Heritage. Granted, that pin was kind of tough. There was not much room to miss. He was playing with Kuchar, I think. Cooch. Yeah, so Sam Burns. Keep an eye out for Sam Burns. He's going to be... A player. And then what's uh, what's one song that you want to hear as a walk-up? And then what's one song that you don't want to hear that you know for sure you're going to hear? Hmm. I think you're going to hear All I Can Do Is Win by DJ Khaled. And then... Uh, yeah. And then I that, think... I don't want to hear that. Then That's Spin annoying. Zone, I think you're going to hear Gangnam Style at some point. I think you're going to hear that Old Town Road song that everybody... You're going to yes. hear that yes. like yes, 10 times. I promise. That's a good call. That'll definitely be played. I know you're going to hear played. that one. Um, <laughs> I, d- I couldn't give two shits about that song, to be honest with you. But KJ, how about you? Would you play, like, some Cody Johnson? I, I mean, I don't know. I'd want to get pumped up. Like, surprisingly. Back in like, black? Like, yeah, or Ooh. Thunderstruck is Thunderstruck. a go-to. Yeah. Like, you want to talk about, oh, I'd, I'd be worried about getting DJ riled up with Thunderstruck, though. <laughs> might set a fire somewhere. <laughs> I kind of like Superstition by Stevie Wonder as well. Just kind of get that beat going to start off the day. Yeah. So, play it for DJ. Uh, he couldn't find a fair way to save his ass. What was a pretty good one a few years back was Cody Gribble, the uh, Careless Whisper, the uh, saxophone solo. <laughs> That's like do one do of the best. That wasn't bad. The sax in New That's, Orleans, man, you know. Cause the, 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 I think that reminds me of that YouTube video, and he's like, hey, man, hey man, play that one song. Play that one song. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, I think – it's better to not take a serious song. If, yeah. if I was playing in this tournament, I would – I don't know what I'd do. but I wouldn't pick, a, like, a good country song that I actually, like, listen to. It would be something outlandish for yeah, sure. Yeah, you got to. It would be hardcore gangster rap or, like, Thunderstruck. 
I like it. I like it. I'm definitely going to be watching. What other, what other time on the PGA Tour do you just get to blast a rap as you walk up and hit a rope hook off the first tee? Did you play like some Kendrick Lamar or something like that? I don't know. I'm not a real big rap fan, to be honest <laughs> with you, but I do it. That's why I went with the Cody Johnson earlier because he's sick. Okay, well, I think that wraps it up for this um, week in golf. We're going to close with our John Daly quote of the day. We're back at it. Kind of forgot about it for a few weeks, but we're back with John Daly. This he, is a recent quote. I think so. Yeah. yeah, KJ just sent it to us on Instagram. I mean, he's like, you got to use this for this week. <laughs> so we're going to. John Daly said, you can't pull fat. That's why I'm never injured. Classic. <laughs> Simple yet eloquent. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I think that wraps it up for this episode of the 300 Park Podcast. We appreciate y'all sticking with us. Wherever you're listening to this, please subscribe, write us a review, and give us a five-star rating because we want to hear from you on how we're doing you can check us out on social media at 3 under par pod. That is the number 3, 3 under par pod on Twitter and Instagram. And, um, yeah, I think that's about it. Is there anything else that you all would like to add? I think we're good to go. All right. Thanks for listening to the 3 under par podcast. And remember, little white ball is life.